Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like we see on every episode, we got a great show for you. Yes. We've got Sydney Hansen coming on. She's doing some great things in the music industry. And we're excited to talk about a little bit about her story and some music and just see where this goes. So yes. Sydney, welcome to the show. Yes, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be on here. Um, <laughs> especially after the takeover. That was pretty fun. Brother. Uh, yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so um, I like to start out the same way I do every show right now is how has COVID affected you and what are you doing right now to kind of maneuver through that? COVID hasn't been very fun, <laughs> obviously. Um, a lot of my gigs were canceled and not a lot of them got rescheduled. So that was kind of sad. But um, I've just been trying to stay positive through it, I guess, because that's all you can really do and yeah me and my band we were super excited to play some gigs um this winter but sadly they got canceled um but yeah i'm just trying to stay positive and i've been writing that's what i like to do in my free time just write songs write everything down um and yeah i've just been kind of pouring my heart into my music while i've been just kind of sitting here getting prepared for when i'm able to actually do some shows and stuff we definitely understand that. You know, um, now, do you have earplugs? Because I can hear a little feedback when we talk. Oh, no, I don't actually. But um, I can maybe turn down my... I have some speakers on. Is that better? Let's see. Yeah, let's try it. Yep. Still yeah. a little bit, but... A little bit, oh. but a little less. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any earbuds around me, actually. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so um, now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like you said, you know, yeah. with the COVID, you oh, know, yeah. when we launched a show last year, our original plan was 100 interviews. We thought, you know what, if we could just do 100 interviews, we'd have a great foundation. Mm -hmm. And then COVID happens. And I told Sandy, you know what, that's this is our year to shine. And because of that, we've done over 300 interviews last year. And I think you're like 310 or something like that. Yeah. Or 315. So either way, it's over three, it's, either way, it's over 300 now. Yeah. <laughs> Getting so many, it would get count. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So, um, crazy year for sure. Yes, it has. Mm -hmm. So what are some hobbies you like to do outside of music? Well, I've been dancing since I was three. I've been a studio dancer um, for many years. I recently didn't do that anymore, and I've been doing dance teams since seventh grade. Mm -hmm. So that has mm -hmm. been like a huge passion for me, and I'm still doing that now my senior year. Um, and yeah, I've met a lot of girls and gotten like a huge oh, friend cool. group from it. So that has been really... Um, really good for me and also painting paintings something that's like an outlet for me besides singing oh wow yeah that's very fun for me. <laughs> and just like charities like working with different charities and stuff yeah we're trying to figure out this camera because again you know i've always been fine but I, we look like ghost white right <laughs> yeah, i'm not sure it usually doesn't do that <laughs> yeah. That's the thing about video. You, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's true. With all the technology being used right now, a lot of technical difficulties can happen. So, And, you know, that's, and, and that's the plus of this time period, too, because with COVID, if it weren't for technology, 
we couldn't do all this. So, you know, imagine if all this happened 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. I'm definitely grateful that I have FaceTime and that I can do different lives and like hop on here and get interviewed. And yeah, I'm glad we still have that to do. <laughs> yeah. So as you know, you know, when, a lot of people that will ask, when did you know you wanted to do music? But I always like to go a step further. When did it click that it could be a career for you? Um, well, my music, my music journey started when I was very young, and I fell in love with it right away. I started singing lessons when I was six, and guitar when I was ten, and I just started singing everywhere from coffee shops to our Bayfront stage, which is right on the Bay of Lake Superior. It's a really, really cool stage. And um, I think kind of that moment clicked for me when I was like on that stage because I was in front of like a thousand couple people from my town and I just love the feeling um, of being in front of a crowd and I just wanted to be heard and have my music shared with as many people as possible. I love that. Now as you know a lot of people they see like the glory of a Blake Shelton, Carrie Underwood, Miranda. They don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes not just to get to their level, but even just the career level. And I always want to talk about that side of it, because I think it's so important for people to hear this side of it, about the sacrifice and struggle side. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to tell a quick story to help guide us where I want this to go. But back in 2014, we interviewed uh, Alice and Steele from Two Still Girls. And at that time, they were full time with music. And I'll never forget the answer Allison gave me when I asked her what advice she would give an up and coming artist. She said, this is going to sound funny coming from someone full time, but if your heart will allow you to do anything. If you can see yourself doing something else, go do that and just keep music as a hobby. She goes, because the moment you want it to be a career, your everything changes. It says everybody kind of owns a piece of you. Um, your friends and relatives never understand because they invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to weekends, to holidays. But when you're in that grind mode, you got to say no to everything so that you can be fully focused on your musical career. And they don't understand that. Then your family has to sacrifice because especially if you've got parents that are helping support you, they have to put money into it. If you've got parents, you know, relatives that you're living with, they have to kick you out the door, so to speak. <laughs> so, you know, they have to sacrifice too by letting the world have you, not just them. But, but then she added, but if you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in. Because the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. Right. What do you think of what she said? Let's talk about that side of it, Sons. Yeah, I I definitely struggled with time management as like a student. And it's <laughs> just kind of hard to balance everything. But yeah, I'm definitely ready to go all in. Um, this is like the number one thing I want to do right now. And I definitely want to focus on that first to see if it can become a reality. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. And, you know, a lot of times people will say, you know, oh, you need to just go get a real job. And I hate, you know, I cringe when I hear people say that about artists because they don't understand that they do have a real job. They, in fact, they have 20 jobs. <laughs> you know, when, when you're at the beginning of your career, as you know, you're everything. <laughs> yeah, I've taken every um, event that I could and I focused a lot on music. A lot of time has been put into it throughout the years. And I've definitely had to say no to hanging out with my friends a few times, but I think it was worth it just getting to where I am right now. Yeah. Yes. So when you look back on your career so far, where are some moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that? Um, well, I've been 
fortunate enough to work with a bunch of charities and I think that's where I really am proud um proud of myself to be a part of those um like SOS I'm an ambassador for SOS and we advocate for at-risk youth who are like going through different we like levels. SOS so yeah. yes it's a great, great foundation um and we're donation based and yeah I just really love our foundation um I get to work alongside different artists that um care about it as much as I do and we just want to really be there for different people our age or even older really anyone <laughs> honestly yes. um anyone that wants to reach out or go to our website and yeah we just want to be there for people and help them out and I'm involved with other charities too I'm involved with MAGV and that is a foundation that helps out different veterans in Minnesota um, oh awesome yeah it's a really cool foundation and I'm really passionate about it because my brother was in the army so I kind of understand like the respect that you should have for the service so I have yeah 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 my dad retired from the army so I was a military brat <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so I definitely understand about about the military and you know the bad thing is when he was in the military i didn't really respect the military then i didn't understand but now looking back i understand completely what right yeah i have the most respect for them so i just knew every time you created friends you moved right. and i hate you know, uh, so i yeah. kind of resented that a little bit. yeah <laughs> that'd be too fun <laughs> <laughs> so as you know a lot of people they um they see you the artist they don't see the teams behind the artists and i think the teams will never get enough love they don't so on our show i want them to get the love they deserve so if you want to take a few minutes and just to talk about the teams that help you be who you are yeah i have an amazing team behind me they do so much for me and really push um me to get out there um paula ann is my manager and she's been so supportive and have she's gotten me so many opportunities so i'm very grateful for that um and a blaze entertainment the whole team from there and Fastlane entertainment has been a huge support frank minyashi also and just my band my family and my all my supporters they've really um helped me especially the last few years just push my music and be really supportive of what i'm trying to do so i'm very thankful wow so what yeah. drives you right now you know you're doing a lot trying to you know balance all of this you know what drives you um i think just getting to see well it's hard right now because it's everything's virtual <laughs> but, um i guess i still i love seeing the comments on my lives like it's still very nice but just seeing like the actual faces of your fans and my family like smiling and being happy that they get to hear my music that's like my main goal i just want people to relate to my music and um just love who I am as an artist and I try to be very humble. I'm very humble <laughs> and yeah, I just love seeing people happy when they listen to my music basically. Now what drives this part of you? Cause there's another part I want to talk about too. You know, every artist has a point where they have a fork in the road and you may, I don't know if you've gotten there yet where you could go either way yeah. and you know, it's frustrating you you want it so bad and you feel like you know is it ever gonna happen right what drives you to get beyond that point because again a lot of people are doing what you're trying to do 
And I think it's important to talk about how do you get through those moments to where you question everything? Yeah, I, I've really pushed through different struggles, I guess. Um, I've definitely felt like, am I really getting anywhere? <laughs> like, it, it, just takes, it takes a while. You have to have, definitely have to have patience for it and just like work your social media, stay up on everything. And I think I've definitely been doing that and I've been seeing improvements, um, getting a lot more followers. And I just think that having like that inner me telling me like, this is what you want to do. Like you have to go out and get it. Like you have to keep pushing for it just to see if the dream can become a reality. And that's just what I've been doing. I just really want to be a singer and that's what I hope to do. So, you know, we definitely understand where you're coming from because, you know, we push this show so hard mm-hmm. and, you know, to do 300 shows in the first year was not easy. <laughs> and, 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 you know, she got, Sandy knows that, you know, I get rejection emails every day from people. Oh, yes. It's a I'm, daily you know, thing. Trying to go to that next level. It's like, you know, you start reaching yeah. out to people like a Blake Shelton and a Miranda and a Carrie. Yeah, and and you keep level. getting these rejection letters back and, and all that. You know, so we go through a lot of rejections like artists do. Um, what's that like as an artist, especially a female artist? Because, again, you know, and being so young, that's one of the tough things in this time is the rejection. How do you get through that? I've definitely been through different situations where I'm, well, I'm obviously young. I'm 17. (laughs) I feel like people don't really take you seriously at this age and you really have to like prove (laughs) yourself in this industry when you're young and you have to just go for it. And um, yeah, I've definitely been trying to do that. Um, (laughs) I think I've gotten a lot more support now recently though. And yeah, I don't know. I love that. And speaking of teams, while ago, um, we, um, we have a third co-host ourselves, our little eight-year or nine-year. I got yeah, yeah, he yeah, just turned nine, birthday. so now I got to remember. You know, you spend all year saying these eight, eight, eight. Now I got to remember he's oh. nine, nine, nine. Yes, <laughs> but you know him, Sandy's going to go get him. But we it. have him ask one question to each guest and all that. Oh, okay, cute. <laughs> <laughs> and you know we got a 22 month old little daughter that when she gets older we'll be plugging her into the show too oh sweet <laughs> still trying to figure out what's wrong it's funny my camera shows me clear but my screen shows i'm not as in oh weird you look clear to me so i think you're oh good. well maybe it's my screen, <laughs> yeah, it's your screen. So i don't look like white <laughs> no you look good you don't look white okay, okay. <laughs> yeah because I'm, I'm sitting here like i'm looking there I'm like, I, you know because yeah. like we, we've got the phone, that's the camera, and then we've got the screen that's here. And I'm like, okay, this is like. <laughs> okay, he's got three questions. Well, he's got three questions for you. Hi, Sydney. Hi. So what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Um, yes. Probably pizza, I would have to say. Really any kind of pizza. Hmm. With your slipper. Pizza. Mm. Yep. Good <laughs> he could eat it all day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So what's your favorite TV show? TV show. Um, that's a hard question. I have a lot of favorite shows, but um, I'd have to say either Stranger Things or Friends. Awesome. What's yours? And I and well, mine is SpongeBob. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. 
And you got one more question, yes. right? Yes, what's your favorite song? My favorite song? Um, well, my all-time favorite song would probably have to be Vienna by Billy Joel. Uh, you probably don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just kind of a comfort song for me. So what's your favorite song? My favorite song is from Old Dominion, One Man Band. Oh, yeah. I love that song, too. <laughs> He's a country boy. <laughs> yep. Bye, thanks. Bye, yes, thank you for asking your questions. You're welcome. <laughs> he, he loves that. And like I said, you know, we are a family show. And, you know, we even created the name Family Affair Media to kind of play along with our show being a family show. Yeah, he's listening to this. <laughs> that was really cute. <laughs> yeah, we've been yeah, he loves that. We've been slowly adding a few more questions because for the longest time it was one question, but now he we kind of play with it to make sure he can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I don't get asked a lot of those questions during the <laughs> Yeah. So if you could co-write with anyone dead or alive, who would it be and what would you want to write about? Oh, I have so many different influences, like Chris Stapleton, Stevie Nicks, Janis Joplin. What? Um, I'd have to say for songwriting, probably Bob Dylan. Honestly, because I think he just has like a way with his words, and they just have like a really deep meaning. And I just like to write like a really deep song. Yeah. I'm like kind of like with that like deep lyrics. That's like. I kind of like that, so I think that's really what country music is about. You know, again, the party songs are great for its place, mm -hmm. but country music is, as they say, three chords and the truth. <laughs> <laughs> right, definitely telling a story. That's kind of what. Oh yes, about yeah. Yep, it's all the, about the story. The story is what matters. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> so, what song of yours means the most, and why? Um, I think probably the one that's getting released. Um, my debut single is getting released for oh, wow. 18th, um, Fallen. And oh, wow. yeah, I'm very excited for everyone to hear that. It's going to be on all platforms if you want to <laughs> watch that. Um, but yeah, it's about a very special person in my life. Um, it's about young love and just like falling in love for the very first time. And I've definitely had like little middle school relationships, like <laughs> like that stuff, but I've never been like treated so well. And I just wanted to get a song that was just about young love and like oh, feeling wow. that different kind of love for the first time. Um, so yeah, it's just a really heartfelt song that I really poured myself into um, during this course, actually. Um, that's when I wrote it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just pour my heart into it, and I really love it, so. Love that. Yeah. So, there's probably going to be a thousand answers to this question, <laughs> but just think of the first thing that pops in your head. Okay. What is a song out there that you've heard that you wish you wrote? Oh, that's a hard one, actually. <laughs> um, um, well, probably... Something by Stevie Nicks or something. <laughs> I just love with her voice and her lyrics too. Probably, um, I like Rhiannon. That really, that's one of my favorites by her. I think probably Rhiannon right. or something by Stevie Nicks, like anything. So, <laughs> yeah, she's my favorite. So, so, what is your songwriting process? I mean, do you do the lyrics first, the music, yeah. or is it, or how do, how does it come together for you? 
I think it, it really honestly just depends. I kind of like to switch it up so it doesn't get like boring. Like I usually do, sometimes I come up with like a good chord progression and then I just like sing over top of it, just like something that I'm feeling. Or I have like a set of lyrics that I just need to add some chords to. But yeah, I have a lot of lyrics to work with. I write everything down in my book. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I It kind of depends on like, my mood and just how I'm feeling about it, but yeah. You know, this last February was the five year anniversary that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in mm -hmm. five years. Now I always like to tell this story before I ask the guests that same question. Yeah. Because the answer she gave us over five years ago, which I guess next month will be six years. Be, yeah, six <laughs> but the answer she gave us back then mm -hmm. is almost to the T of what she's living now. So what you see Right now, on of Kelsey, she said that to us back then. Yes, she knew where she was going, and nobody was stopping her. Right. Knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? Um, honestly, I just like to be touring and just like getting all my music out to everyone. I just want as many people as possible to hear my voice and hear the words that I have to put out in my originals. And I would love to be touring, hopefully with a big band i love, <laughs> love <laughs> bands and stuff and um yeah i guess just that and just like writing songs still and just keeping the grind going <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> um yeah i don't know just being well known i guess so let's look 15 years down the road and let's say that you're a success on a grand scale whatever that looks like you're there yeah. if the person you are today could meet her what would you remind her? That's a hard question. <laughs> um, remind remind my older self or remind my younger yeah. self? Yeah, remind your remind your older successful self. Because mm -hmm. as you know, she's she's now on top of the world. Right. So what would you want to remind her? Well, I think that when people sometimes reach like their peak of their career, they probably aren't really they're not really striving for like more than that. Like they already have like a bunch of songs out that are like famous or like, you know what I mean? So I guess I would like to work with like different um, influences. So I just say to like keep pushing and like keep going because you can never get too known. Like, <laughs> like it's hard to be like the best person out there, like known and yeah, I don't know. I would just like to keep pushing, I guess, and just remind myself to stay humble. I'm sure I will, because <laughs> I'm definitely a humble person, but um, just to stay humble and just remember where I came from. And, you know. Oh, that's good. Yeah, become a Dolly, yes. right? Because yeah, Dolly, <laughs> right, I think, yes, is, sure. you know, oh, Dolly yes. and Reba, I love both of those. Yeah, I love Dolly for sure, and Reba, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and they've had careers that outlasted everybody. You know, so yeah, many people have come and gone whether they're men or women, they just have just been powerhouses all their careers. Yeah, I think it's crazy how Dolly wrote over like 3,000 songs. So <laughs> I definitely look up her um, for my songwriting. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Sandy's got a couple questions. Yes, I'll do about two or three. All right, if you could go on vacation anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? Wow. Um... <laughs> Probably, honestly, probably like New Zealand or something. I've heard so many yeah. cool things about that or like Italy. Mm -hmm. 
A lot of people would probably say like somewhere tropical, but I would just I would probably say one of those to be honest. Okay. All right. And how would you describe your music to someone who's never heard it before? Um, well I'm like like Southern rock. That's like my genre. Yeah. So probably just like sultry, smooth. Um I don't know, to be honest. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Hopefully just like meaningful. That's what I'm going for, but Absolutely. All right. And what do you want your legacy to be as an artist? What would you like to be known for? My legacy. Um, I guess just being, I don't know. That's a really hard question. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably just leaving a mark on people and like um, really being something that you could relate to like i just want to be relatable um hopefully <laughs> the main goal to be relatable and oh, that's yeah, awesome. i don't know i love that mm -hmm. <clears throat> um so who are a few one or two artists that people should know that they probably don't know that is a hard question um well, I know that Olivia Rodrigo, I am so in love with her right now. She just put out a new song, Driver's License. Oh, wow. Everyone's going crazy <laughs> right now. Um, so probably her, but she's like just coming into the industry with her music. And, oh, wow. Yeah. So probably her, honestly. <laughs> she's like the next, I don't know. She's the next big thing, I think, so. Oh, well, that'd be awesome. <laughs> You're going to be the next big thing, too, though. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so as we come to the last question, um, let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her singing. They've got something special. Mm -hmm. And let's say that, um, you know, as Simon Cowell would say, they got the hit factor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they've played maybe 40 or 50 shows. So this would be pre-COVID advice. So keep that in mind. Okay. Um, but they've gotten on stage. Like what every artist says, that stage bug where they look over the crowd, the crowd's roaring for them. And they just know they're in the right place. And they come to you and they say, Sydney, I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to kind of help guide them the next few years? I would say that if they wanted to do that, just like that person said that you were talking about, just to go all in and just really focus on that at least for a couple of years, just to see if you get anywhere. And if that's really your dream, there's nowhere that, like I feel like people don't really have like, they don't have like a backup plan if you're really into it. Like you just like have to go for it. And um, if you really love what you're doing. I love that. And you know, yes. we feel the same way with the show. Cause again, yeah. you know, I remember when we launched January 3rd of 2020, um, I didn't know where we would go with the show, but I remember when we were done with the first two interviews, I knew we're supposed to do this. Yeah. I just knew it. I, you know, there's a zone and, <laughs> and, and we've loved it so much. It's yeah. tough because it don't make money yet, you know, yeah. but we're, that's coming, you know, you know, we're striving to be the Bobby Bones or the Ty Bentley or the Ryan Seacrest, but as a married couple. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, so that that's the goal. Point. There's definitely that turning point where you know that like, that's what you want to do. So, yeah. And believe me, just like an artist, like yourself, there have been times where we get, where we're, get to a point and I'm like, 
I just don't know if I can do this no more. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah. It's like one minute you get this big turn down that you thought for sure you'd have. And then the next minute, somebody pitches you somebody who you never imagined you'd ever get. And all of a sudden, we've had that happen. In the same, in the same hour. And it's like, okay. Right. It's like an emotional roller coaster here. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely had my bad days, but I just know that I have like a lot of amazing opportunities coming up that I get to look forward to. And that really, I think that really motivates me. And, I love that. Well, tell everybody how they can reach out to you. Yes, please do. Okay. Um, my Instagram is Sydney Hansen Official, and my Facebook and YouTube are both Sydney Hansen Music, so you can find my stuff there. And, yeah, my um, single is coming out on January 18th, so you can see that on any platform. Um, so, yeah. I love that. You know what? We really enjoyed having you on the show today, and we look forward to having you back on the road. Yes. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'd love to come back on some other time. We'll see y'all later, everybody. Yeah, thank you.